Okay, crazy. <laughs> oh, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Sign me up podcast. <laughs> A very special episode, but we'll get into that later on. I don't want to give spoilers so early on. <laughs> okay, crazy. <laughs> yeah, so hi girl. Hey, welcome back to another week on this beautiful planet earth right after the bounce back you know i see y'all been loving the the binge yeah we the binge. Set up. i seen we've been getting a lot of comments and likes a lot and of love. tweets and really yes, appreciate oh my the God. love it just makes us feel so good especially the few podcasts that reach out to us and said that they missed us that really made me feel good i'm sure it made you feel good too shayna so that was pretty dope it really did it brings a smile to my face each and every time and we never do this but i want to take time to shout out some of the amazing places that actually have been checking us out we've been you know we've been hitting it international i don't know if you've been looking at the stats <laughs> i actually looked recently so i did see i did see the out of country right first and foremost let's shout out the netherlands you know <laughs> <laughs> it's lit <laughs> super lit but we got people from the uk jonesboro georgia pittsburgh fort wayne indiana um what oh, i wonder who's in jonesboro listening to us that's kind of like a familiar neighborhood right. to me. Uh oh. <laughs> Columbus, Ohio, Capitol Heights, Maryland. We in a few places, I have to say. That's what's up. I'm very pleased to see that there are people all over. Just the other day, I seen that we had a few listens from Indonesia. Shout out. You know who's in Jonesboro? This nigga is still on Jonesboro while I'm in no, Indonesia. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I just it just occurred to me because I'm really thinking like, who is in Jonesboro? That's like too specific. My ex. Oh, who I've like recently I'm just been like, on my ex. Hey, hey. hey. I did nothing. I just like, 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 <laughs> he checking for you. He he's trying yeah, to see what you up to. Checking. I'm gonna have to he ask is. you which ex this is off the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but where shout out, man. It was many more places. Honestly, it's too many to name right now. But just wanted to point out some of those. And that's what's up. Word. And we love you guys back. Like I've been really trying to do my due diligence and like check out new podcasts that I haven't seen before and all that kind of stuff and kind of you know familiarize myself with what other people got going on because it's a shit ton of people out here doing their thing and that shit some of it's funny so I'm definitely getting together a little list of people that I can recommend to you guys as I learn myself what is out there in this podcast world in our Pottern family hashtag Pottern family we see y'all niggas word word <laughs> appreciate that but we have very special guests here today guys it's a live tender tale yay yeah. I just gotta throw that out there right <laughs> here right now the first is my very best and close friend Christina she's on the podcast today y'all Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, Christina. Hi, guys. Hey, and also her boyfriend is joining her, Kevin. So let's What's give up? <laughs> What's Thanks up? Thanks for that? having us, guys. Hey, yeah, good to be here. For being on. This is really exciting, guys. You have of no course. idea. Of course. I'm so happy Tinder to be here. Huge section of a our huge. podcast. 
<laughs> we just have been wanting to share more stories, more success stories, actually. Cause mm-hmm. And I think we actually did. We might have mentioned you guys in the past, like just in passing, no details. Just Definitely did. Knew someone yeah. that was, had met on Tinder and they were successful. So yep. we do shout you guys out. But to have you guys here now and we can kind of like hear the story from you guys' perspective is so exciting. Yes, it is. It's perfect timing because with Christina and I, it's just very hard to get in touch with each other because she's always on the So I'm so glad that the stars (laughs) aligned to allow us to do this interview. Definitely glad to be here, guys. Yeah, so what's up with everyone, though? I mean, how's everyone doing? Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm, you know, grinding it out another week. Another day, another dollar, you know? (laughs) I actually have to say, like, I had a pretty crazy week because um, I was just telling Shana before we started, you know, I experienced some racism, it seemed, a little bit this weekend. Um, We had gone out on Friday, and my friend who I was with, he's, like, a very non-offensive black. Like, off the bat, he's so sweet looking looks like he couldn't hurt a fly he's not that tall like he's just he's just a cute kid he has these really long locks we go out he has on like some tims beef and broccoli you know he has on a jean jacket but he has a hoodie underneath because it's cold outside and three places we went to turned him away three places in like pittsburgh has no black people like there are very few black people so like it's hard anywhere we go but that was my first time personally like experiencing that so it just kind of put me in like a like an angry mood and then oh, I watched 13, the documentary by Ava DuVernay on Netflix and you know the the shit about the 13th amendment and just like how this country just operates it just is disheartening so, it is. Man. Didn't mean to really rain on everyone else's parade, but that's just where I've no. been this week. It's just been rough. Like, it's damn. life. Yeah, bruh. Life. life. When this episode airs, we'll have a new president. So, God. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that is crazy. Oh, my God. You got to understand the fucking magnitude of that statement. It's Shit. crazy. Shit. I'm uh, with her. I don't know about you guys, but I'm with her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Beyonce are with her. Okay. <laughs> and oh my God. I watched the 13th earlier today because I heard many comments. You're Sydney along with another friend. I was just like, you know what? Let me get in on this because I haven't watched Birth of a Nation yet. So why not start with this one? And I have to say that mm-hmm. it's just like, it really is one of those things that was, like you said, super disheartening and just sad to really come to terms with. But it really just clarified what we knew, what we learned. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Is there a new version of Birth of a Nation? Yeah. yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not actually Birth of a Nation like what you're thinking of historically. Yeah. Right, the right. story of Nat Turner. Oh, uh, okay. I, could, I saw the original one in like a history of film class like a while ago. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy as shit. Yeah. <laughs> The, fir- the original one is, like, that was also brought up in this documentary, 13th, and, like, that shit was just, I don't know. I just, I can't get, I can't find any logic. 
you know? It's not a feel-good movie. <laughs> it's definitely not a feel-good movie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But does anyone else have anything feel-good to bring to the table? <laughs> I do. I mean, <laughs> something feel-good is I'm very close to finishing this DIY project I've been working on. Oh, my God. I love DIYs. I know you do. Honestly, I love them, but I always end up having Kevin finish them for me. <laughs> I, I don't like the I don't like building. <laughs> He's like, obviously you end up doing it anyway because. <laughs> yeah. He only takes over because he hates seeing me do them because he doesn't like seeing me mess with tools and stuff. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's such a man thing. <laughs> right. Over the weekend, I've transformed a four-cube storage bookshelf into a media console. And I found this idea off of Ikea Hacksters, some website where they give you ideas on how to create things. So that way, it's a lesser price. Like, who wants to really invest in all this furniture when the reality is, I'm 25 years old and I don't own property, so no. Yeah, like, where are you going to be? Who knows? Right, not going to do it, but I'm very pleased. There's probably a slight light difference in the finished product but it's only by like two three percent so i'm really fine with that i'm very happy all i have to do is add the legs and yeah i saw i saw your masterpiece on snapchat i really think you did a great job thank you oh my god finally making headway with this place i call home so yeah (laughs) look at us growing up and building things and living on our own right it put me in a good mood so yeah how was you guys week Christine and Kev. Our week was actually really good. Yeah. Well, first of all, we signed a lease two days ago at a place we really like. Hallelujah! (laughs) Look at that! I know. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. It's in such a nice neighborhood. It's somewhere that I never imagined I would live at. I'm just so blessed and so grateful. I'm sorry. What borough? It's in Queens, in Astoria. Nice. Yep. And also, I started my new job. Up and out the (laughs) beers. It's so funny because Shayna, you know where I live. You used to live there too, and it's like a bad neighborhood. And this week, I was so stressed out because there was a shootout on my block, and some lady she got shot from random bullets. Oh shit! I know. I was just like, I can't. I gotta move. I gotta leave the Bronx. Like I can't be in this environment anymore. I'm over this. I have a college education. There's no reason why I should live around this. Yeah. (laughs) So it just so happened that we found a place we really like everything worked out and yeah so yeah that was a little motivation too (laughs) yeah but i totally feel you in that you know like love the bx you know i never forget where i was born and raised (laughs) all that good stuff but at the same time we do know that things get out of hand and you don't really want to be in that environment yeah for the rest of your life you gotta be mindful seriously who you're around what you surround yourself around so i totally Feel you in that, and congratulations! Mm-hmm. That's a huge move. It's great. Thank you. you guys are moving in together, Lord. 
Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. That's the thing right there. I know. Trying to learn hey, some stuff, know. I guess. <laughs> I wish you guys could see how they're looking at each other like, yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yeah, Lee. <laughs> me and you, buddy. Right. Oh uh, my god. Today he said some shit that just had me looking at him sideways. He has this table in his room that's in that my... Was, I wasn't serious. Oh, I hope not. In my opinion, the table's busted. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, you want to use this as a dining room table? I looked at him like, boy, you better stop. <laughs> that is not coming in my new house. That's a dining room table. <laughs> Christina is like, listen, I am a fan of DIY. We can do anything else. We can do anything else, but we could leave this table right here. Exactly. This is not going in the dining room. There. <laughs> But yeah, guys, special announcement. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what's the announcement? Your birthday, doll. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up, like, very, very, very shortly. <laughs> I literally just mentioned to Kevin this week. <laughs> By the time this episode comes out, your birthday will have already passed. Oh, man. Yeah. I just mentioned to Kevin. I'm like, yo, my birthday's this week, I think. I don't know why. I'm not excited. Shayna, you know me. I never get excited for my birthday. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. Like, I don't even recall a time. When was there a time where you really made it a big Never. Production? I'm trying to think. It's always like, yeah, yeah, it is coming up, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them about you. That's a great trait about Scorpios. They're humble. <laughs> Those types of things, it doesn't really Either we're true. humble or we don't care. Let's say there's a thin line, like. <laughs> <laughs> what about the birthday parties when you're a kid? Oh, God. She had some crazy birthday parties. Oh, you've had some crazy birthday parties? She yeah. had when she was little. I think that's why I honestly grew up <laughs> hating birthdays because I, my mom used to throw birthday parties for me and it used to stress me out because I couldn't control the kids because they would all go mad crazy climbing up on my fridge and shit and I couldn't <laughs> take it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ever since then, I always want to be low-key on my birthday. I don't want anything crazy. like. Right, right. <laughs> well, I think that, you know, this year year you can bring it in low-key one more time think about the new leaf that you're turning over in your life you're yeah new place moving yes, into a new yeah. year it could just be like a moment of like self-awareness i know i started my new job this week too which is awesome new job new place come on let's give it up this is my hey coming, coming of age. you know what i mean this is great round of applause <laughs> right before your birthday and Christina, she's the youngest of our friend group. I think you're turning 25, right? Yeah, I'm turning 25. Yeah. You did all this at 24. You killing Grinding. them. So shout out to you. Shout out to you for killing them and for just staying on that. Just not getting distracted by the nonsense and the bullshit. Yeah, thanks. What does that say about Scorpios? Passion. They're passionate about what they want. Yeah, what I'm very passionate. Is. You don't really be taking no shits. It's crazy. I'm going to get more into it when we get into our sign language and everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So should I go first? Because I feel like mine's just so weird. That Go ahead and share this icebreaker that's been so weird for you. <laughs> You're like, it's weird, girl. It's real weird. <laughs> okay, here it is. So 
your partner has a fetish and he wants to, you know, partake in his fetish with you. Mm-hmm. What are you able to tolerate? I have three choices. There are three choices here. <laughs> They're not going to be easy. <laughs> so the first one is pegging. Does everyone know what pegging is? No, what is that? <laughs> Well, I actually learned what pegging is on this very podcast. It's oh when my God. a girl wears a, a dildo and gets it in with her man. Kevin's like, like no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, B, scat play. Does anyone know what that is? What no. What you call it? Scat play. You about to put me on, shit. This is when you... I'm almost embarrassed to say it out loud. <laughs> It's when you have poop involved in the sexual experience. Yeah. Let's do it. No. I think so. I think so. (laughs) Scat play is it. And then the last option is Oclolinctus. This is probably mispronounced by me just now, but (laughs) (laughs) it's the act of licking the eyeball. Oh. oh god kevin hates anything with his eyes things and they're all real bad so you're saying pegging scat play or licking eyeball and how do you what was the gap play again <laughs> scat it's like it's spelled scat play yeah s-c-a-t that's when like poop is involved oh that's shit. pretty general though <laughs> well i don't really know the nitty-gritty details <laughs> i just know that Poop is in it. Like, poop <laughs> and the act of pooping is oh, no. the fetish. I'm probably gonna... Uh... <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the uh, licking of the eyeball. Really? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you, Shayna. That shit sounds weird, but whatever. I'll try my best to <laughs> make it look sexy. <laughs> Make it look sexy. You know when a nigga lightly kisses your eyelids or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even close. <laughs> right, I know it's not close because you actually have to stick your tongue out and really just and open up their eye real wide like this. Like. Oh my god! The fact that that scalp play is a real thing like scat play the fact that scat play is a real thing you putting your tongue on my eye your tongue the saliva that's probably gonna have my eye acting up (laughs) i don't know maybe you have to like rinse your mouth out with peroxide first i don't know the only reason why i'm being very particular about this is because i've recently gotten contacts and they're really specific about (laughs) how I'm supposed to cleanse them. And I'm like, I know that saliva isn't in the solution. So if it's not, if it's not a saline solution, I don't know if it's really conducive for the eye. <laughs> My eye might act up and start twitching and shit if I let someone put saliva oh I'm my really god trying to like wrap my head around a, a man that i really like coming to me with any of these options as like <laughs> something that he's down for like the pegging is gonna be alarming if he came to me with saying that he was into the pegging i'm gonna be like maybe you're just into dick like maybe you're not into <laughs> girls at all you know yeah. that's gonna be my first like thought you know Honestly, so i'm like the eyeball thing is the less of all evils you know like yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and then it's like the shit is really out for me. Like it would definitely be between the pegging and the licking eyeballs. I was thinking yeah, you even gonna put pegging in there? Shit, it's none but the eyeballs for me. That's it. <laughs> I'm not even gonna give myself a backup to a backup. Like no, it's just. The <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, Kevin didn't say what he wanted. What do you say? <laughs> I gotta go with the scat play. <laughs> and then just it, think how that would... Even if you didn't make me choose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that would be too much for me. The other two, I can't do the eyes. Nobody can touch my eyes ever. Mm. I can't touch my own eyes. That's out. <laughs> and then, yeah, the first one, the pegging, that's just, that's never happening, so. Yo, the fact that you have an eye thing is, like, so weird to me because I I just recently was around somebody that had, what was it? It was some other facial, something else on their face that they were like, I can't touch it. Like, and I had <laughs> never heard of anything like that before. Yeah. What was it? Was it, like, their, was it their lashes? I don't think it was their eyeballs directly, but it was so something around their face <laughs> that they were just like I can't touch it I don't want anyone else to touch it like so strict about it and you're like the second person now yeah. <laughs> with an with an eye thing like no we're strict we're strict he's really strict with it like sometimes <laughs> he'll have something I just want to get it and he will not let me go anywhere near his eye area like it's really bad <laughs> did you have a traumatizing experience um, I have really big eyelashes, if you can see, and I get eyelashes in my eyes sometimes, but they're, like, massive eyelashes, so I don't know, that that sucks when that happens, but I don't think I've had, other than that, I haven't had a traumatizing experience. Oh, well. But, like, my eyes water. You those eyes for life. Thank you. Well, next up, yeah, you're at your man's house man someone you're dating i don't know if maybe the two would vary but you are at your man's house or girl's house and you come across their cash stash hella bands on accident what you gonna do money that i don't know about like i I found i found the shoe box you found it, girl. I'ma just know that it's there. I'ma know that he has a rainy day fund. I'ma be happy about that. Yeah. I think I would just be happy with it. Happy to know there's no shady bitches on this end. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't might, take like, it or anything. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take it, but I would definitely like call. I would bring it up if we were in some kind of like bind. You know, I'd be on some shit. Like, listen, I seen that you got that <laughs> bread for real, bruh. So really, why you flexed up? Yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like that's what it would be if you ever tried to hit me with the ooh. I don't I'm got so it. broke. <laughs> it's really tight. Or whatever. <laughs> I would be like, oh my God. Cleaning up. I, I feel like I've done pond. that to you. <laughs> Everybody has a little stash too. I have to move mine periodically because I don't, you know, have trust issues. So I gotta <laughs> keep my shit. Well, I hope it. you ain't running out of places, nigga. Like, it's but so many, but so many moves one can make. <laughs> 
Oh my. It will probably put me at ease more than anything. Like, check you out, really. Yeah. Out here saving for a rainy day and shit. <laughs> you know, but neither, none of us were like thinking that they might be doing something shady. Like, really, now that I'm thinking about it some more, like, what if that's not savings? What if that's like your drug money that you are about to pay back to? Right. Or some like, what scam. money and shit. Yeah, because you've been out here lying and scamming. <laughs> Being a messy bitch who lives for drama right 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 <laughs> yeah well hopefully it cash. is savings since that was our first instinct if it's a lot of cash like pay for cash that's not a paycheck <laughs> if you came into christina's room and you kicked something under the bed and you went and looked to see what it was and it was like a, bo- <laughs> a box full of fucking cash like what are you thinking what's the first thing that comes to mind like what the fuck is this or like what uh, yeah i don't know if i would say anything right away but i would think like where did this come from and why is why is this uh stash like this <laughs> like Why is this stashed like this? <laughs> I know Christina, like, uh, like you keep your money in Chase. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. He's like, I know where your money is, bro. I know yeah. where the money is. <laughs> that is funny. I, I feel like I would, if I realistically stumbled upon it, I would think that you know, it's just a savings thing. But I feel like for a girl, it would be different. Like if a guy found the money in our in our shit, because we do seem like bank people, because we're like smart and have sense, <laughs> then it would be like some shady shit that we're doing if we just had cash. Like. Yeah, it's like, this girl got hella bads. For why? You know, who is she who is she dating? Who else is it? Yeah. Yeah. What is she doing on the side? Is she, you know, being a prostitute? Like what is What's she doing? What's going on? <laughs> is she dancing for these dollars? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was a good one. It was. And we're back in Scorpio season, y'all. Another week. Another <laughs> dollar or two or whatever. And <laughs> this week, most compatible. Ow. Which is the Pisces and Cancer. So, Christina, do you know any Pisces and Cancers? Do you have any in your life? <sighs> <laughs> you heard my breath I had to think right. I had to exhale on that one actually I don't my mom was a Pisces oh I do know a cancer my sister-in-law okay. come to think of it yeah okay. do you get along with your sister-in-law I do actually I mean I know what sets her off so I know what boundaries not to cross and I try to like stay behind that but yeah we get along for shits and giggles what are some things that set her off what's a boundary you know not to cross she likes to be in control and she doesn't like when things are not going her way like she switches sometimes mm-hmm. crabby mm-hmm. sounds like the can- yeah, cancer that in my sometimes. life <laughs> <laughs> mama yeah. dearest on Sydney's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh lordy. And what about the relationship with your mom as a Pisces? What was that like? Would you say it makes sense as to why you guys are most compatible? I 
think so. She was just kind of chill, like me. I mean, not as chill as me, but if there was a level, she would be the next level of chillness. I don't know. But, like, just, like, <laughs> funny and just... There's levels to this chill shit. It, it really <laughs> is. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I have to bring this up, because last week we spoke about the Aquarius and Scorpio being least compatible, which is... Oh, my God. That's so weird. News to me, too, girl. I had no idea, but apparently with Aquarius and Scorpio being least compatible... It's because the Aquarius is known to be detached and and personal. And since you and I are very close friends, how would you say we worked through that over the years? Do you think I'm detached and impersonal? Because we mentioned this last week and Sydney was like, well, does Christina think you're detached and impersonal? And I was like, you know what? Christina, don't don't lie. Don't lie. I don't even have the answer for this, but I'm leaving the floor to you to be real. To be 100% honest. I have seen that side of her in high school because I was around her more. The detachedness, especially in band practice, how you would switch real, real quick. <laughs> it was kind of crazy. Like, one minute she's my best friend, then we walk past these doors when we're about to practice, and she just turns into this complete different person. Like, yo, we were just cool a second ago. <laughs> Who the hell are you now? <laughs> <laughs> this is Sydney's exactly her what head I deal because with. this is what she's going through right now. Yes. <laughs> it's so like easy for her to separate friend from like business. Yes. Like, yeah, she, I know. That. Yeah, she, definitely. Like, does not it's not we're not friends doing this po- <laughs> We're actually not friends on this podcast. This is like an illusion. <laughs> this is like this is like us acting as we, <laughs> as if we're friends like <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's all business right now. She's like in the zone. <laughs> and then when the call ends, she'll be back on Friends. Like. Yes, yes. I've seen that side. I've definitely seen that. <laughs> well, guys, you heard it from Christina first. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that from someone who's known her for 10 years because, or almost 10 years, because this is exactly how I feel. Like, I just need, I just, it's just me still learning how she is and just mm-hmm. accepting like these things are just going to be the way they are because it's always been. So it's yeah. really eye-opening for me too because <laughs> you know about these things, but to hear it, it's like, wow, more people think I'm detached than I really think. <laughs> It's only with business, though. Like, it is. Right, yeah, right. you're cool. Like, yeah, I could get very serious when it comes to business, and it's nothing personal at all. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's just once I have a goal or a vision or whatever, I'm just like, all right, we're on this. Let's yeah. just cruise through. And when people try to get in my way, I'm like, damn it. Yeah, it gets a little hard. But mm-hmm. what do you do in those instances where I'm detached or? I don't talk. Switching hats on you. I don't talk. I just shut up and just let you have your moment and let you go through it. And I just back (laughs) off. That's nothing but facts, bro. Okay. Nothing but facts for Christina. One more time. Let me chime in one more time. Because this is exactly what I find myself doing as well. I just find myself being quiet. But then it's like in the back of my head, it's like, why do I have to be the one to calm down and be quiet and let it pass? Why do I have to be the one to just swallow this? You know, it's like, it kills me. 
remember those band practices. <laughs> Christina is the one who would just have straight face <laughs> while I'm yelling. I'm bothered by the whole situation. It's just like, all right, are you done? Is really what's going on in her mind. <laughs> only imagine Shayna during these marching band days because the stories that I've heard just it sounds insane it sounds really crazy like I can only imagine if you had continued band on the college level you probably oh my god and that was a goal too I definitely was like yeah I'm gonna go in there I'm going to be a drum major for SU, but then I went in there and I saw how SU was working. I was like, okay, this isn't Howard or Morgan Stanley or anything. Yeah, it's a little. I'm not going to get what I needed. It's a little too soldier march, not really like, let's do the marching band march, you know? (laughs) Not really, let's break it down now, you know? Get loose on them real quick. So I was just like, okay, now that. I have Christina on here. Our relationship, we can go for long amounts of time without speaking to one another. And then when we do speak with one another, it's like we picked up where we left off. Yeah, it's that's definitely true. It's like, where you been at? Very rare will it be like, damn, I know. I talk to you. In I hate when people do that. <laughs> for the most part, I know that Christina is, she's always on the move and I'm out here. So it's just a lot of times where the times just do not align. So yeah. we end up talking to each other less than we want to but now that she has mm-hmm. my phone you know i have access. i know <laughs> it's much easier welcome right <laughs> it's so crazy because she had an iphone left then came back i'm like welcome back <laughs> Shana, you know i just think about the fact that you very easily could have had a samsung phone right now and your shit could have been on fire burning down your whole place oh my god oh my gosh with that whole situation and shit yes Samsung phones are blowing up left and right. It's getting that's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's really insane. Oh you almost God. got that phone, Shayna. Glad that you came over. Say that again. You almost got that phone. No, but if I stayed on the Samsung path, having the Galaxy Three, I would have gone up to the next level and yeah. upgraded and stuff. But I was oh just God. like, let's do Apple because I have Apple everything else. So why not? Yeah, yeah. Moving forward, some positive about the Scorpios are being capable of genius. And lots of Scorpios I know are very passionate about the careers they're in. You being in health and other Scorpios I know being in civil rights or education, like whatever it is, they feel strongly about it. They want to get into it. So with that passion just comes all these genius ideas. Another positive quality is hypnotic capabilities. I don't really know if that's positive or not. But I guess (laughs) you guys have the ability to entrance. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> Kevin said, "Yep, really." Kevin is how in how how Kevin <laughs> with her eyes. Hey, Ooh. look at that! Yeah, I can say that too. I agree. I agree. And it's not I just because they're nice eyes. It's like you you know like you, you yeah you've probably been hypnotized by Christina, right? <laughs> Hypnotizing. 
<laughs> yeah, Christina, it's like those eyes, they really say a lot. They say a lot. <laughs> those eyes. If I had to compare her um as far as the eyes so you guys can get a good idea of what type of eyes she has, it's like <laughs> Omar Epps. No, She's been saying this for years. They're like, piercing. Exactly what They're piercing. Like. From the moment I met about- Christina. <laughs> Wait, I'm just thinking about Omar Epps gazing over in loving basketball, you know, across the gymnasium. You right. know, that gaze. Yes, yes. Oh, oh my hypnotized. God. Christina, Maybe. right. Christina will give you a look like that across the room. You're like, hey. Can't you see? Oh my god. But yes, Christina has amazing eyes for sure. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I also think it ties into their intensity and passion and their ability to manipulate. You know, we know that Scorpios <laughs> are able to move the pieces mm-hmm. to the puzzle in a way to fit for them so (laughs) yeah i think that that hypnotic thing it works in their favor for that another is being strong-willed if there's anything that you want to do with a scorpio or you need someone to trust you can trust the scorpio because they're reliable and they're very strong-willed individuals and they're not going to really go off the beaten path yeah i would say so they have something in mind like that is what it is and i just think about how you stopped drinking and smoking very early on christina i know like i know you drank a little wine here and there but back mm-hmm. then maybe freshman sophomore year of college you stopped drinking and smoking like straight up I'm like, i know no, we are in our prime what you mean <laughs> i want to know what it's like to be drunk with you just i know but at the same time i was able to admire that because i'm like bro you were able to just pull back from all this entertainment and craziness just sacrifice for something that you really believed in yeah i, I honestly and do I that remember, a lot like i remember me being at college with Shayna and her telling me that and I'm like that's probably just a phase like I remember just not kind of brushing it off like yeah yeah you know people want to stop drinking and like get their grades together and shit <laughs> that's why I'm thinking like yeah this will last until Christmas you know now with Christina when she says no about something it's gonna be no that's it <laughs> i was almost you thinking agree? like with yeah. a little peer pressure this will be nothing like <laughs> bro literally that I feel one like time she was like about to you might have been about to come up or something like that and shana was just saying like oh she don't drink or something like that and i'm like yeah okay <laughs> but, then, but then on top of that i did get a little piece i got a little time with christina the first time she came to Syracuse to visit. It was during that mm-hmm. cake cutty. Oh my god, that was such dome. a good concert. Was that when? Was that, that was when the we night. were drinking like one fifty one or something? We shit were, like and Christina was so. drinking it from the bottle. Yes, yes. <laughs> this was before she made her whole transition. She had the Bacardi one. That was Mayfest, I think. Maybe yeah, Mayfest, straight out the bottle. <laughs> she took a couple hits of the blunt. It was just carefree, and that was the only taste that I got. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Shayna. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing to be sorry about at all. Because, like I said, it's admirable to be able to just break free and stay on the clear path of 
success what like you're just trying getting to do. Toward, yeah yeah i really get trying. tunnel vision a lot when i want to do something literally nothing is gonna stop me i'm just like so focused i become obsessive about a lot of things like if i want something i have to get it i'm not gonna stop yeah so and yeah as i mentioned in the last episode pretty much everything that christina has mentioned she wanted it happens like that's it (laughs) it is what it is because she puts together a plan to make sure that that's what the end goal is so i really have no doubts i um yeah (laughs) i'm just so surprised by this because it's like i just didn't even think about my aunt being a scorpio but it's like everything that we're talking about i see that she's so into her shit if she says she's gonna do something or she's gonna get something or whatever She's like nonstop until it's accomplished. So I totally see that. And that's, then that just rolls back to when you say like, she's always on the move. It's like, yeah, she probably could, you know, rearrange some shit and make time for this, that, or the third, but, but she's that's not. not, yeah, but that's not like, <laughs> she's not trying to do that because that's yeah. not a part of her mission. That's not a part of her. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I can work you in. To my schedule, <laughs> but I'm not about to bend for your ass. Period. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. Oh yeah. my god! And literally, that's one that's thing that's true. also bad about being a Scorpio because I become so obsessive. I don't think about other people sometimes. Like I just block everybody else out. If it doesn't have something to do with what I got to do next, I'm probably not thinking about you. So people always get upset with me not keeping in touch and stuff. And it's not personal. It's not because I don't love you or like you or whatever, but it's just because I got so much of my own shit going on that I got to worry about that I cannot worry about you two right now. So, so like, just before we move on, I know that we said Libra, I think, was a neutral pair with Scorpio, Mm -hmm, right? mm Mm-hmm. So what is that like for you guys? Like, especially Kev, you being a Libra, like I know your personality is kind of, you know, more go with. Yeah, Libras are very social and I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to get into that next as far as their somewhat compatibility. Libras are known to be social while Scorpios are actually known to be loners. They're known to bump heads. Yeah, I would say so. Scorpios don't understand why Libra needs to be out and about socializing all the time because they're totally <laughs> so fine true. with being alone. Oh my God. Uh, would yeah, you say that I would that's say true? That's true. When me and Kevin first started dating, he was always so social and liked to hang out with his friends. And I'm always like, why don't you just hang out with me? Like... <laughs> him and I and I would always get upset when it's like him I and then his friend so I had to learn how to just be (laughs) I had to learn how to be more outgoing for him I could chill by myself all day I'm I'm fine like I know I know I know (laughs) I'm good over here I got me like I'm straight I had to learn how to be more out there for him because I know he enjoys being around people. So not as much as I pretend to. <laughs> you pretend. <laughs> okay. You're saying though you're very social, it's not always that you want to be around people, but you're able to put that face on if you. Yeah, he to. is, is really good at it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I feel yeah, kind of like I, her. I, like I, I like to chill too, just with me or with me and her. Like, but uh. You know, I also socialize a lot, but it's like with Christina, I guess it goes back to the plan thing. Like, why am I going and being social? That has nothing to do with my plan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. So that it's like when you so have a goal, the goal is the goal. And anything <laughs> else, it's almost like, is the Scorpio a fixed sign? Yes, they're fixed. So the plan is the plan is the plan is the plan. Nobody <laughs> else is going to come in and stop you or me because I'm yeah it is what it is so I feel you seriously 100% and then I'm just thinking about the Libra because my dad was a Libra so I'm thinking about how he kind of adapts he was super super social and had to be for his work being a public figure so he's always talking to people Mm -hmm. and as I got older and like I talked to him about stuff like that he would just say like yeah like I didn't always want to really like party and be out and do all that shit but like Mm -hmm. it was easy for him to kind of just like move finesse Mm -hmm. through those like and think about situations she yeah. mentioned also, she was like, when you were like, oh, Africa be wanting to play all the time. She was like, I feel like you might have thought that I wanted to play more than I let on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. So other qualities is just the Scorpio is loyal, supportive. I always say the policy is loyalty. So it makes sense as to why I'd have a Scorpio on my team because. <laughs> yeah. Loyalty, it's the, the loyalty. Policy. I need that, and Christina has been around for about a decade now. So, <laughs> in all this time, we went from talking every day in high school because we didn't have shit to do. So, oh like, my god, it was crazy. Yeah, we grew together, learned about one another, everything, and it just moves into Scorpios also being protective. Christina hated my ex. With a passion. And she made sure that I knew that. Oh, Christina, the prophet. Hey, that reiterates back to those telepathic, the telepathic. We talking about this. She was picking up on the senses. She was doing that. I picked them up from day one. Very early on. Very early on. From the baiting stages, Christina was like, eh. (laughs) The telepathic. He makes you happy, so I guess I'll ride with it. But (laughs) she was not a fan at all. Yeah, I'm like, he got you, but he don't got me. Shoot. (laughs) You know, there were a few times where she would be like, "Mm, not a fan. And she would let me know that. And I wouldn't be ready to hear that. And and we know how you are when you're not ready to hear something. Right. like the the defense. Right. The The defense defense locks and loads, you know. They they coming back with the heat. I'm like, you are not making that three, my nigga. You are not. I'm not making it. But just thinking about that now, it's like, it all makes sense. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you knew. I knew, the I telepathic. knew. telepathic. telepathic. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, I did say I would mention a couple freaky tips for Les Scorpio. And apparently, <laughs> inside every Scorpio man and woman is a sexual aggressor. They have the ability to be very aggressive in the bedroom. Scorpios are all about affection, cuddling, (laughs) soft kisses. They love being loved. So when seducing a Scorpio, you don't want to be timid. You want to be confident about those moves. Okay? So (laughs) all of the listeners out there, if you have a Scorpio in your life, being very clear and confident in those moves will 
help you get ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. You gotta know what you're doing, buddy. You do. Yeah. You need to know how to how to mow that lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Ride that tractor. <laughs> So they say when it comes to seducing a Scorpio, you have to remember that Scorpios can be a hard zodiac to understand. And they say that there are two different types of power plays you have to look for in a Scorpio. One is a Scorpio wants to make sure they've got you just where they want you sexually. So they withhold. They're attracted to withholding. I've read that they're attracted (laughs) to withholding (laughs) from sex. To maintain the upper hand at all To maintain the upper hand, you know, it's that manipulation, but also to just keep themselves interested. They like that because they're maintaining this discipline. I would say so. I think I agree with that because I never liked to give in too soon because I always felt like it just, I don't know. I just like to keep something to myself, I guess. Yeah. Guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I just never really like to agree with that. Mm-hmm. I never really liked for guys to get that side of me too quick because I feel like they would figure me out too fast and I didn't like that. So Right. And another thing that I saw was that a Scorpio may even give you a list of I don't do this or that to keep you in line. Is that mm. true or false? True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got a list. Oh my god. Somebody's got a few bullet points. <laughs> you were like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you gotta be specific. You gotta bring it down. Right. This article that I read about seducing Scorpios, it says for those Scorpios that say they don't do this or that, let the Scorpio go ahead and play that game. You know, let them <laughs> play that game. Remember what they said later and at another time, go back and repeat them as your own rules to see. Oh my God, that would kill me. To see if they were to suddenly change up from those rules or whatever that they had no repeat those back to them later on like when they change and then that might drive them crazy use their own shit against them right (laughs) Right. exactly so god yeah but with scorpios you need to understand when you're trying to entice them listeners scorpios are mentally strong they can use self-control to help them in a lot of ways like the amount of self-control they have is very it's serious serious so <laughs> get right if you're trying to step to one <laughs> catch us next week with more sign language oh i cool <laughs> nose and news All right, I'm just going to run through this stuff fairly quick. I don't know if y'all heard about this, but Wendy Williams was talking that shit about Black China and Rob Kardashian. She basically brought them up on the show and was like, 
you know, Black China is just out here looking for a come up. Like, you know, she don't like Rob's fat ass. Basically, this is what she said. Like, she didn't say that explicitly, but she was like, you know, she's not attracted to him. I mean, look at him. Like, she was being such a bitch and saying that her and the mom were like looking for a come up, blah, blah, blah. So and Black China got wind of this. Oh, excuse me. I think we're supposed to be calling her Angela now because she's a Kardashian. So Angela, when Angela got wind of this, she took to Instagram and basically went off on her and like said, you know, all this shit about how she's trying to determine who she dates and how she's has a vendetta with her mom and all this kind of stuff. But the best part of this whole article was when Black China signs off her drop the mic moment, if you will, when she said, bitch, fuck you, Peabody ass hoe. Like the capital letter P. Oh my God. Peabody ass hoe. And we all know that Wendy Williams is top heavy. So come on now. (laughs) (laughs) She looks exactly like a P. Like, that's exactly what she looks like. Mm, Couldn't have said it better myself. So Wendy, you know, and Wendy does this all the time. She makes her money off of talking dog shit about these celebrities. But sometimes it's just like, why, girl? Like, you're so... I don't know. I just... Wendy is just shady boots. Shady boots. <laughs> Always has been. Yeah, Always will be. Yeah, you're right. So remember earlier I mentioned that the white people were just doing a lot this week. Um, Beyonce performed at the CMAs, y'all. She channeled that Houston, Texas and performed <laughs> at the CMAs with the Dixie Chicks, okay, who are also from Texas. And it was awesome. And I love the Dixie Chicks. I wish y'all could see me really trying to attempt a square dance over here. Yeah, I see you <laughs> moving your arms all about. <laughs> um, yeah, they, the Dixie Chicks, back when I was young, they had this album that was so good. A couple years after the album came out, I guess this was probably like 2004, that was when Bush was in office. And basically, during a concert, the Dixie Chicks denounced Bush, denounced the war in Iraq and all that kind of stuff. So they were shunned by all the white people, like all the white people were burning the Dixie Chicks albums and totally just turned their backs on them. It was like a double whammy, like a... You know? Back okay. To back. Like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, we're gonna have a nigger girl and these fucking nigger lovers? We're gonna have them both? God damn. That's basically what it was. Like they were just not happy. So, you know, they were being all racist. Oh and stuff. god. Which is crazy because really they shut the shit down. The performance was really good. Granted, I didn't see any other performances. I only watched that one. But they <laughs> say that Beyonce increased the ratings by like 6,000% or something crazy. Like, y'all should be fucking grateful, bitch. <laughs> I was so happy because I'm like, wow, country artists that give a fuck about lives and humanity and everything. I thought it was so dope. <laughs> okay, moving right along. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Maybe you did. Did you guys hear about Lil Wayne saying that Black Lives Matter doesn't have anything to do with him? Yes. yes. You heard about that? What do you What do you guys think about that? He mentioned something about when he was younger, he got shot say, or something happened to him. Something traumatic with the police. He was shot. Where He was shot and there was one white cop that 
stayed there with him while he was shot and took him to the hospital, called it in, made sure he was cared for before leaving him there. And he was like, so black lives, those things don't cross my mind because someone helped me. Yeah, I, I, I heard him say all of that. I did. I did. I did. So what However, do I think about that still? Yeah, I mean, whatever. Like, you can miss me with the colorblind shit because <laughs> he always likes to talk about his white fans and how he skateboards and shit like that and how he's rich out here. He's talking about, I'm a rich nigga. If that doesn't show you that a black person can make it in this country, then I don't know what can. He was really talking really reckless. And he was like, that Black Lives Matter, like, that's about some, that's about a cop killing some people or whatever. Like, you know, that don't pertain to me. I don't, I can't speak on it or some shit like that. And I'm just like, bro, like, you're crazy. You were just on Solange's album on the damn song talking about how you mad. Lil Wayne, you had a seat at the motherfucking table right you out here talking this shit so then he comes back the next day wayne from the table wait say that again somebody remove wayne from the table please (laughs) (laughs) then he apologizes the next day saying that the interviewer asked him some shit before that was like um how do you think your daughter will feel about you calling women bitches and hoes and so he was mad at that so then moving forward in the interview he was just being a dick about anything that she asked him he was just being an asshole so that's what he claims why he gave such a shit ass answer about black lives matter but still it's just like you know they're gonna sensationalize all this like why you gotta be a fucking coon at a time like this right anyway kendall jenner y'all she's 21 mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm the only person who thought that kendall was already 21 but i yeah, definitely I did that too. Was already 21 like i thought that kylie was the one that was just young as fuck yeah i did too kind of anticlimactic because we thought you were already 21 girl but she looked cute she wore like a little ode to paris hilton sparkly number barely there if you will mm-hmm. cities <laughs> and um yeah the party looked fun courtney i wanted i want to comment on courtney kardashian who has really been out here in the wake of her breakup from Lord Disick. She's really been out here in these streets getting super fucked up and like turning up with her young ass sisters and being in the club and shit. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess all those nights that she was in the house worried about Scott's drunk ass, she was like, I'm going to live life now that I'm almost 40. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and last but not least, Kylie Jenner gifted King's nanny a Celine bag and I'm just trying to understand what kind of relationship these people have with each other for Kylie to be gifting her boyfriend's son's nanny like does that am I the only one who feels like that's a a reach like an overstep yeah it's an overstep but when you have money a Celine bag is like what ten (laughs) dollars yeah that's true too that's true it's like what's that you know I'll just get her something that she would really run for the hills over and <laughs> she probably got it for free she probably didn't even have to pay for the bag yeah right. you're right you're that right too. that is a possibility like girl you know i ain't never gonna wear this purple celine bag or whatever <laughs> let's just give it to her let's just <laughs> give it to her the nanny the help <laughs> <laughs> I-, I hope that in my heart of hearts kylie gave it to the nanny 
from a good place, but I just can't put anything past those girls. I really can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Uh, one day I'll be giving you get a Celine bag and you get a Celine bag. <laughs> right. You get a Celine bag. All right, that's all for nosy this episode we're gonna combine two cents and tinder tales because we have a live tinder tale right here what's the need (laughs) yeah two cents two cents how you guys met let's lead with that tell us the story what was that like give us the tinder tale tinder 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 tales uh you want me to yeah okay so basically my friend introduced me to tinder a few years ago and i was just messing around on it i never took it serious or anything i just like to swipe left or right because it was fun and then i was with her and i was like oh this guy's kind of cute should i swipe him right and then he had something about cousin skeeter on his tinder i'm like oh my god i gotta swipe him right because you know i'm a big kid and i love (laughs) 90s cartoons (laughs) so i swiped him right and instantly it was like it's a match he swiped me right first so i felt special (laughs) (laughs) i felt blessed and highly favored thanks yes exactly And then I messaged him because I don't remember why I did it. I just messaged him. Because you couldn't wait. Like, yeah, oh, I couldn't wait. Hey. <laughs> it was quick. She's like, let's lock him in with these scorpion legs. <laughs> <laughs> so I messaged him and then he messaged me back the next morning. And we talked for like a few hours. And then instantly he's like, oh, you want to meet up today? I'm like, today? Like, I just wish <laughs> So I'm like, um, no, maybe tomorrow. Maybe that sounds a little bit less rushed. So I met up with him the next day in some restaurant in Harlem. So good. That pretty much is how it started and how we met. Do you have anything to say? Um, yeah, she walked in. (laughs) Uh, oh, so I, I was sitting at a table at first. It was like this tapas place on one tenth i forget what it's called so i was sitting at a table and i was like this isn't good for like a first date like a blind date essentially like i need to be at the bar so like (laughs) we're not 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 like that not like that but like just so it's not like an interview like with people you don't want to be too awkward right so like i was thinking it'll be better for looking at each other from the side, I guess. From yeah. the side? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, she walked in and uh, just looked way better than the picture. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and I know that a lot of times it can be the opposite way. And her pictures weren't, like, all that. <laughs> Shut up. My pictures were all that. <laughs> she's like my pictures were bomb what you talking about no no her pictures were very intriguing they were not like others it was just like like i don't give a fuck (laughs) like like here's me you couldn't even see her that well sometimes and it's just like who is this mysterious person like there were some pictures where it was like (laughs) a shot from like really far away and you saw like this girl in the distance but yeah anyways you wasn't sure if she was catfishing (laughs) yeah but 
I mean, I'm a social person, so I was kind of down for bad day, good day, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was actually my first time meeting anybody through Tinder. Was that my first blind date? I'm not sure. It might have been. But yeah, we just clicked instantly, I feel. Yeah, three years I later, almost three being, years later. like, shocked and appalled. Like, I just remember, I think around that time, everybody, well, at least all my friends were just hearing about Tinder, like, mm-hmm. just trying to decide if we were going to try it out. Because, you know, online dating has, like, such a stigma where it's like yeah it's so like sketch or whatever whatever so like this was all happening around the time when I'm like debating whether or not I'm gonna do it and Shayna's over here like no Sydney like they're dating like they're really dating (laughs) I'm like what do you mean like she just met this person like we don't know anything about her (laughs) you and Kev were definitely what drove Sydney and I to just be like yeah let's do it let's do it download it you never know who you the funniest meet. thing about it is he actually told one of his close friends to try Tinder out and his close friend actually found a girl on Tinder and they're married now. That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you see guys, it's not really all about hooking up. You do have those one off situations where it's like, damn, who would have thought? Yeah. So cute. It's just so beautiful. Starting waves. There is hope in online dating. There really is hope. But I don't know. It expands (laughs) your your pool of people. Yeah. I definitely had some guys message me on some only sexual shit, but I just ignored it. Yeah, on some weirdo shit. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean... He came around and he was different and I gave him a chance and it worked out. Not all the guys on there, I feel, are creeps. So it just depends on which one you accept. You never know what can happen. You guys know about Bumble? Shane is on Bumble. I I personally feel like Pittsburgh is so small that I can't really be on multiple ones because that's just fucking weird. Like (laughs) everybody's gonna know you for that girl. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, that bitch that be on every fucking app. Like, yeah. Really, I'm just out here looking for dinner, dinner (laughs) and a good story for my podcast. God damn it. Little do they know. The Bumble story is pretty cool. Like how it got made. How? Tell us. I don't know. So. The CEO, founder guy of Tinder, he had this woman working in marketing at Tinder, and then he hired his buddy or something. Those two, his friend and this marketing woman, hit it off, and they're kind of together, I guess. And then they broke up. It didn't end well. She left the company, sued the shit out of Tinder for sexual harassment stuff, and then started Bumble in the name of, like, women. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That yeah, is thought- really interesting. Right? I thought it was like, cool. The whole thing with Bumble is that you have to message Approach the guy. the man first. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's like the Bumble thing is a way to avoid, I guess... Creeps? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, you decide. I don't know if I shared this on the podcast, but remember I shared with you, Sydney, that there was a time where... I was really curious to know who was swiping right on your girl. Who's interested in me? And I swiped right on every Bumble prospect, even the ones I wasn't interested in, just to see who was into me. And man, mm-hmm. the results that I got from that, I was like, damn, this is who's into me? 
Really? <laughs> it was just different weirdos and whoever. And I was just like, man, I got a couple cuties in there, but cuties that were just too cute that I'm like, ooh, he's gay. A catfish. Yeah, just a whole bunch of different things, you know, from catfishes to weirdos to he could be normal. But then I've heard that a lot of guys do the same thing. They swipe on everyone to like yeah, see. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I've um, heard that too. Yeah. Like our friend, um, the first person I ever seen doing that was our friend Martin from Syracuse. He was here in Pittsburgh and we were out. This was like a year or so ago. And he was swiping on everyone and he was like, yeah, I mean, that way I I can like choose. I can decide. I had never known that that's what people was out here doing. Like, (laughs) yeah, my neighbor does that. He, well, he used to. He's been with his girlfriend for, like, almost three years now. He met her on Tinder. But before that, he would be chilling, watching TV, not looking at the thing at all, and just swiping. And, like, talking to you and stuff, and just swiping with his thumb. (laughs) But he found this girl, so... (laughs) Since you and I are single, knowing that there are guys out there who do swipe right on everyone does that make you feel a little insecure at all does that make you feel no because they don't be messaging to me no because they don't be messaging they only message the ones that they like i have a friend in the background scotty he's here with me today and he was like yes it makes me feel insecure (laughs) oh my god scotty when they swipe right incessantly but then learn that it's really nothing they were just swiping right because they were trying to see who was interested in them i mean honestly it's a really good case study (laughs) (laughs) i it's good to know that i have a colorful spectrum (laughs) they're all interested but (laughs) (laughs) i personally think that the litmus test is if you guys have a conversation or not like if you match yeah okay some people have like accidentally you match with like hundreds of niggas but do you really and then match with them and i'm just thinking now nigga you knew like you knew i was about to message your ass that was obviously a mistake get get serious so be real with yourself yeah If you get that conversation, that's when you know it's real. And even then, it's like not even real because they just want to fuck you. Yeah. So (laughs) before you and Kevin started swiping on Tinder, Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts about Tinder? Did you have any thoughts going into it? I didn't think anything of it. I thought it was a joke, to be honest. (laughs) There was no plan on meeting a guy. It was just something I did to be on my phone in an awkward situation. There was no thought put into it at all, really. It was really just another social media outlet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Except it's just all boys. Exactly. (laughs) So, What about you, Kev? I think I signed up pretty quick after I heard about it because... I had some friends who were telling me about it, or I'd see them on it, and they were just always talking to girls on their phone. And I was like, I was like, how come you're not meeting these people? So I signed up immediately when me and Christina were talking in our first conversation. I was like, all right, let's meet up tonight. I don't know. I didn't really want to chat with anybody on my phone. I kind of just wanted to meet people. Yeah. Hey, he's like, I'm going to see what's out there but after i make that initial connection i'm gonna reel you in and we're gonna meet up asap we're not gonna do (laughs) for instance what my cousin angelica did where she waited months before meeting up with the person only chatted with Mm -hmm. them we're gonna get into this right now 
And yeah. now the ice cream truck is outside of my door, so <laughs> disregard that. But no, okay, wait, Kevin. I wanted to ask something else too. Did you had was Christina your first person, or had you met up with people before her? Good question. No, I met up with one before. Oh. There's nothing. I mean. It wasn't a bad date, but it was just two people <laughs> getting along and hanging out. But yeah, I don't think either of us were ever going to talk again after that. Yeah, but it was so, like but, a mutual thing, so it wasn't weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the worst thing that can happen if you meet up with someone immediately is a waste of time. <laughs> and that's what <laughs> happened. And I wasn't really afraid to do that, so... Right. I know I've gone for a couple free meals and just totally been thinking the whole time like as soon as I leave here I'm never gonna see this person again in my life (laughs) (laughs) we're never gonna talk again we're never gonna like this is gonna be the end but but during the time I'm able to make the best of it they would never know it's almost like there's this unspoken agreement with that guy who I went on a tinder date with who I later discovered could be gay I knew (laughs) in that moment at BJ's that this isn't happening again this isn't (laughs) you know what I mean like (laughs) yeah I think about the guy who I like the most recent tinder person that I went out with where literally felt kind of catfish he did not look like his photos he looked better in his photos it was like the opposite of you guys it was just like wow bro like you do not look the same in real life and so i at that point i was like you, you know what? i'm just you going to me. you do me <laughs> you do me and i really want to like because he was following me to a restaurant and i really was like texting my friends like should i take bro, on his ass this girl cindy like, hit us like, up like, like i'm really yeah. considering making a left turn on this shit right here <laughs> right now should i do it and you know really me over here like, like yeah do it she's like yeah but that's mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i just at that point i was like you know what i'm just about to get all the drinks and get a good meal you know <laughs> and i'm just gonna make the best of it and that's exactly what i did gave him a hug after he was right. feeling so good and confident about you know the <laughs> success of the date, and then he texts me the next day to no avail you know i think you might have sent a couple follow-up texts after mm-hmm. that but right you know it happens that's cold right worst case <laughs> scenario it didn't work but how are you about paying on the first date what was that like well he paid but i was like ready to pay i didn't go in there expecting him to pay at all but, yeah. that your mantra going into dates in general like you yeah typically are to pay ready to pay yeah that's my girl so mm-hmm. kev you you went ahead and paid <laughs> no you went ahead and did the right thing and you paid so is that just mm. like how you were raised or like what what do you think about that would it have mattered if like you hit it off with her or you didn't or were you gonna pay regardless and also what would you have done if she put the wallet out ready to pay how would you react from that as well all those questions yes uh i mean that last one is tough because if you don't know someone that well you don't want to insult them and physically remove their card from the thing yeah (laughs) i don't know what i would have done there but i guess i just did it because to make the first date special Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, it was honestly so weird for me for Kevin to pay because before him, I was with a lot of guys who didn't pay. So I already mm, had that mess. That's sad. AKA yeah. a lot of broke ass niggas. Yeah, seriously. So it was that's nothing so for me to pull my card out because I was never with guys who were about to do that. Usually we would split or I would be the one paying but oh shit yeah that's I know. really tragic <laughs> i've been so, there too it was a low time for me but i've <laughs> since risen those days are long gone <laughs> so when he pulled his card out was, honestly i was shocked i was just like whoa he's actually paying for me i was like oh my god and then i actually went to his house that night we didn't do anything guys we just chilled and i left really late and i had to take the train back he lives in queens and i was living in the bronx at the time oh yeah and i called him and i was like well the trains are acting up i don't really know what to do so he's like, do you want me to call a cab for you? And in my mind, I was still so used to guys who don't pay for anything for you. So when he said, do you want me to call a cab for you? I was like, no, why would you call a cab for me? I could call a cab for myself. Because I didn't think he was saying I'll call a cab and pay for it for you. Yeah. So I denied it. Yeah. <laughs> and you like, Zan from the Bronx to Queens, that's about... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, no, I think I'll just wait this train situation out. But come to find out later, he was saying I'll pay for the cab for you to go back. Which oh. I was like, whoa, I've never had somebody who would do something like that for Chivalry, me. that chivalry. Yeah. <laughs> you need that, that is so crazy that you like that's so so different for me because like where to you that was just completely not expected or anything <laughs> like that i'm over I here like from. i would be like really surprised if they didn't offer to get me a cab you <laughs> like, <laughs> probably might bring it up like i'm really shocked that <laughs> at no point did you worry about my safety did you what think made, like what made you <laughs> i gotta reevaluate this person because he's not for me he's not concerned about my safety he's not willing to provide <laughs> like, i can't you know i just can't so yeah that's really funny you and kev when did you know that this was gonna be more than a thing like a quick tinder date yeah we met up it is what it is he's cool i'm cool whatever we'll go on another date but it starts and ends there when did you know it was gonna be more than that pretty fast my scorpio mind when i want something i become so obsessed so i was already thinking from a few days after i met him i want this guy to be my boyfriend because i'm kind of crazy <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I remember, like, it had to be a week or maybe even less. What do you think? Was it a week? When we started dating? Basically asked him, what are we doing? <laughs> so what's this going to be? I remember you telling me, you ain't waste no time with that question. Exactly. Like, so what are we really like, doing? <laughs> Before I started dating him, I stopped talking to all guys because I was just so done with the bullshit and I was so hey, done that with. Leads into that question that I asked before, like, when is it a good time to start cutting off yeah. other dudes? Like, do you have the conversation with them beforehand, or did you did you have that conversation? I didn't have any conversation. I just stopped talking to them. There was no conversation. You know how guys you are. They like you to latch on and they don't want to let you go, even if they know yeah, it's not going that is anywhere. Really not good. 
good yeah right so you were like it is what it is i'm over you bye yeah exactly i'm like okay you're not treating me well so not going anywhere i'm tired of getting mistreated so i just cut them off stopped talking to them pretty much just focused in school I knew what I wanted, and when I saw Kevin was exactly what I wanted, I was like, I'm going to go for it, and I'm going to get it, pretty much. So I approached him one night, and I was like, so what are we doing? Like, are we going to be something or what? And he was kind of like, well, I don't like to put titles on shit. And I'm looking at him like, what? I'm over here ready for us to be dating, and you're over here like... I felt like he wasn't in the same mindset as I was, but I kind of him towards like, uh, I wasn't I wasn't hypnotized yet yeah he was not he was I, I felt the same way to me it was just like a little quick it was quick right but in my head honestly I was like well she's gonna be my girlfriend eventually because I clearly want to and she clearly wants to you know that's what guys do <laughs> just see how long they can go without titling it Cause you guys are just Woo! stubborn. You don't even have a valid reason for why you do the shit you do. This so yeah. Right. Before we have to really commit. Really, that means that it's up to the woman to be like, "Nigga, I'm done. I'm done with you. I'm ready to move forward." So, yeah. If you could just let me know. Baby, you're on the yeah. Same page as me. Or better yet, if you could just get on the same page, like get on it. Because I'm running out. I'm running out. Yeah. Of ends, bro. Yep. That's I so funny. That. That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, so we do have to point out that you guys are in an interracial relationship for our listeners who could not tell <laughs> all of our very Caucasian voices you know it could have gone either way hey, um, you know location 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 it does affect that accent yeah. and everything else so <laughs> yeah so I've never been in an interracial relationship or dated outside of my race but I have some mm-hmm guys outside of my race that I'm like attracted to but it just nothing has ever transpired Stem from it that, long is term that like, is that like something that you feel like you just you saw out or like do you Mm-mm. just it just happened you find somebody attractive and it's just it is what it is or like and also it? do you consider those things like oh I'm dating a white guy I'm dating a black girl like do those things really registered at first it registered i feel like at first i noticed people looking at us more i felt the difference in our colors but then afterwards i felt like i didn't really notice it because it just felt like he was another human being once i really got to know him i just saw how we really related to each other besides the fact that he's white and i'm black i just felt like we were just friends but at Mm. first i definitely noticed the difference do you think the difference was in your head or i think it was in my head definitely or was there an actual difference that you were able to see from others oh well maybe i see this because i'm considering the tensions that have come from the times we live in and stuff i think there were differences but i don't think it was because he was white i think it's just because of where he was brought up Mm -hmm. but yeah what do you have to say about that did you yeah notice the difference between us really yeah what about you kev yeah not so much with anything between us but i guess any of the different parts about being in an interracial relationship are just things that are completely out 
outside of me and Christina's relationship, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah, I never sought out white guys. I always like white guys, and I always like black guys, Asian guys. Like, I just like cute guys in general. I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really care their race, and that's just because I've grown up in so many different areas. I lived upstate. One thing we found out about each other is we both were from the same... Well, I lived upstate Rochester for a while, and I found out after we started talking that he grew up in Rochester, so that's another way we related. But, like, I've just grown up around so many different kinds of people that it was always so easy for me to get along no matter what race you are. Mm -hmm. So, we really just clicked pretty fast. Okay. And it's so funny because when I talked to Kevin, I don't know, he knew some of the rap shit that I knew when <laughs> I was growing up. I was like, oh, Word. You know? <laughs> Yo, bruh, Christina would be like, oh. Sometimes I have to question if Kev's more black than me. <laughs> he knows some shit that I don't know because I haven't oh really been back in the game to know about the new shit and he knows about it. So. I'm like, how do you? But yeah, I really feel like it doesn't really matter on the I color. Guess- as really. long as you guys' ideals are aligned, like... Yeah. For some reason, yeah. okay, like, I have a cousin who has a white girlfriend. He basically only dates white girls, and mm-hmm. one of his ex-girlfriends was a Republican. And I just feel like that seems hard to me. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that seems hard. To, that seems something that is, like, fundamentally you and being it's it's beyond race it's like a moral thing and i feel like mm-hmm. that to me would be hard and then to just add the race on top of that it's like overload like that would be yeah. too much so i guess if like as long as like you're ideally you know aligned and sound then yeah it really matters about that story. yeah exactly. i agree and i'll end it with this last question so mm-hmm. going off of the insecurity podcast because i love it so much there's a stat that says as those who meet online end up texting more in their relationships than having contact interaction. So would you say that you two text more than you talk on the phone or what? I don't think so. Nah. I think okay. we talk more on the phone than we text. Right. And I think that goes back to how Kevin wanted to meet me instantly. So we never really had a chance to Head develop into that social thing. shit, right? Yeah, right. yeah. Right. So like I prefer talking to him on the phone actually. That's how mm. I feel too. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that has a lot to do with personal preference. So despite where you met the person or how you mm-hmm. met the person, you'll gravitate towards your preference of communication, communication regardless. Yeah. yeah. Whether you like to talk on the phone, text, Skype, FaceTime, do whatever. Yeah. That's the mode of communication you're going to use more. So I yeah. think about one guy that I met on Tinder who's like a very good friend of mine now we have to FaceTime each other. Like he's one mm. person. If I FaceTime him or he FaceTime me and either of us don't answer, it's a problem. Like yes. it's an yes. issue. And yes. that's just like, we hardly ever text. Like if you look at our text thread, it looks like we barely mm-hmm. talk. But if you look at like FaceTime, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> every other yeah. day, damn near. Yeah. Like we talk all the time. So it's definitely like about your preference. Of yeah. How you're going to communicate. But that does make sense though. Like maybe if you are shy type, it does seem like that might be somebody that you met texting with. Right. Might be right. Yeah. Text. So I kind of. 
But it makes hella sense though, because when I think about Carrie or Scotty, I communicate via FaceTime more than a phone call. So it's like, if I've ever seen them call me, I'm like, <laughs> why are you hitting me up right now? You know we FaceTime. Yeah. Despite me being on the train, coming home from work, it's a FaceTime conversation. Yeah. I don't even gotta be looking at them directly, but it's really a, that comfort. I know that yeah. that's what we do. I don't do it with everybody, but that's what we do. So it's just like, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But bruh, this was a great episode. Seriously. You guys are a very adult couple and I'm just here for <laughs> it. Like, it's just like the way that they just kind of look at each other. And, you yes, know, I don't yes. know. It's just so like- That interaction, you need yeah. that. And this is something that blossomed from Tinder, guys. Tinder. So you be sure to send your Tinder tales to signmeuppodcast (laughs) at gmail.com. Hit us up at signmeuppodcast on Twitter. You can hit us up individually at Cheeky Bobby. At Sydney Poppins, too. That's me. Right, because we'll be here. But it was really an eye-opening experience. We really just wanted to have... Christina and Kev on here to show you guys that it's not really always about sex and hooking up and though you meet people from these shitty circumstances or these negative connotations that comes with it like it doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. it's what you're doing general interest and love prevails all guys (laughs) wait how many years did we say you guys been dating three years are we going on three? Two and a half. Two and a half years. We're going to be Two going on three years. Two and a half years. years. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. That's awesome. All right, Just cool. Well, breaking stereotypes and boundaries that come with these online dating apps that they like to call Tinder, Bumble, Soul Swipe, and all that other shit. So, Grinder. We got to shout out our game. <laughs> so, be sure to send that all in. And yeah. 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 Thanks, you guys. You guys want to shout out you can i don't know if you're staying anonymous or not so you you can shout out your twitter if you want i mean i would but i don't have a twitter and i'm never on any social media okay well cool aka christina will never be on any social media yeah what's that uh that fetish again the fetish with the eye thing what is this oculusentis oculusentis Shout out to all the Oculusentis. <laughs> <laughs> Kev about to sign off and be like, so Christina. About oh my Oculusentis. God. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah. About the scat play. Y'all need to see the attempt that Kev just made to look <laughs> his eyeball. <laughs> Some big oh eyes, my too. Gosh. <laughs> I'm Honestly, sure it would be easy. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised because he's always talking about my eyes. I think you guys gave him a new idea now. Thank you. (laughs) Try it out and let us know. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Write us at signmeuppodcast at gmail.com. Oh yeah. And yeah, we're out. Yeah. All right. That's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out. Peace.